Attack Life, Not Others with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Thank you for having me on the show again. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Chelsea Hoover and I'm a registered dietitian. So today I just want to talk about fueling our bodies appropriately to maximize our athletic performance. So whether that's training in the martial arts or going for a run or lifting weights, just making sure that we're eating the right foods both before and after exercise so that we can feel our best and recover our best and keep training our best. Just to touch on some of our pre-workout foods, some of you may already know that the best way to get our energy is through foods that are carbohydrate-based. This is what our body loves to use as our number one source of fuel and energy. So ideally, if you're you know, somebody who's exercising somewhat regularly, it's good to still keep carbohydrates in your diet. And this doesn't always mean that it needs to be carbohydrates like pasta or bread or rice. It can be simple carbohydrates like fruit and dairy as well. Eating a full meal about two hours beforehand is a great way to get all of your macronutrients to fuel your exercise. Chicken, rice, and vegetables, right? So that gives you your protein and a good amount of carbs as well. But if you don't have the ability to have a full lunch, you know, about two hours beforehand, or maybe if you've eaten lunch earlier in the day and you've gone several hours since then without eating anything, this is where it's really important to have some sort of pre-workout snack about 45 to 60 minutes beforehand. So this is ideally where you want to focus on simple carbs, meaning you can digest them and use them relatively easily for energy. So something super simple like a piece of whole wheat toast, peanut butter, and maybe a banana. That would be a great amount of simple carbs that you can burn off. Or even something like a granola bar or a Greek yogurt, some nuts and fruit. All of these things would be great pre-workout snacks that'll give you readily available carbohydrates to use for your exercise that will also last you your full amount of um amount of time that you're, you're working out. So whether that's one hour, one and a half hours, making sure that you have all of that carbohydrate store that your body can keep using for energy is really important. Post-workout, this is where we really want to focus on something protein-based. So our bodies really like protein for muscle recovery and muscle growth. So anytime that we can eat something within about 45 to 60 minutes after exercise, that's that kind of ideal window to make sure that our bodies are recovering and utilizing our protein sources to make sure that we can continue on the next day with exercise without being overly sore. And again, make sure that we're still enhancing and growing our muscles at the same time. Again, if you're exercising, whether it's maybe in the morning and you've already had breakfast, making sure that you come home and have something like a smoothie with some Greek yogurt or milk in it for that protein source. That would be a great post-workout recovery. Um, Doing something simple like a protein shake or a protein bar. Anything like that could be a really easy way to get your protein in. Or if you're exercising maybe before you have breakfast, coming home and making something like a few eggs and you know some wheat toast or something like that would be a great way to make sure that you're also getting your protein while replenishing your carbohydrates at the same time. So again, ideally pre-workout, we want to focus on carbs about 
30 to 60 minutes beforehand. And post-workout, we want to focus on protein within the first hour after exercise. So we have our pre and our post-workout foods. Pretty simple. I think a lot of us typically know what we should be eating before and after exercise. But I also wanted to focus on hydration a lot today because especially with the heat and the summer, we're sweating a lot more than we typically are. And if you are somebody who's relatively active, you know, you're going to be losing a lot of your electrolytes and a lot of, um, you know, your water intake through your sweat. So really important as somebody who's active or an athlete, making sure that you're keeping up with your hydration as much as possible. So ideally, you would like to aim for about half your body weight in ounces um, of water primarily. And this is a good way to ensure that you're drinking enough water to keep your body functioning properly and to also support your athletic performance. So if you weigh about 200 pounds, making sure that you aim for around 100 ounces a day is ideal. This is kind of your almost your, your minimum that you want to aim for. Again, especially somebody who's active and sweating a lot, even drinking more than that is, um, is optimal obviously we're losing more than just water in our sweat. We're losing essential electrolytes like our sodium and calcium and potassium through our sweat as well. And all of these electrolytes have a lot to do with balancing a lot of our functions throughout our body, whether it's um, our heart rate, our energy level, blood flow, all these important things that are happening in our body constantly. So if we're not keeping up with our electrolyte intake, that can also play a factor in our performance level as well. A lot of people reach for uh, sports drinks often, like Gatorade, to replenish your electrolytes. And while that does give you some electrolytes, it all gives you um, a ton of added sugar as well, which is one thing that we want to try to avoid as much as possible because added sugar in our diet is something that is snuck into our foods more often than it should be. So whenever we can limit our added sugar, that's always really important. So other ways to get electrolytes naturally is usually your best bet. So again, when we go back to our electrolytes, our sodium, calcium, and potassium, one way to do this naturally is by drinking unsweetened coconut water. So again, this is just a way that you can get those other electrolytes into your diet without the added sugar and without drinking um, processed sports drinks. Other than coconut water, we can get our electrolytes through our foods as well. And again, anytime that you can get your nutrients or your um, you know, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, electrolytes, whatever it might be, through your food sources, this is always your best bet because your body absorbs these nutrients better through food than any other type of pill or supplement. So looking at potassium, which is a really important electrolyte for our body. Potassium is found in foods like bananas, avocados, and watermelon. So again, especially for, you know, with the heat being in the summer, something like watermelon, bananas, these are also great options for being part of your pre-workout snack as well. So a great way to get some um, natural sugar for energy as well as some electrolytes. Calcium being another important electrolyte, think of dairy products, right? That's a great place to naturally get a calcium source in. And again, when we think of maybe post-workout protein sources, dairy is a great option for post-workout recovery. 
So having a Greek yogurt or a glass of milk, again, you're replenishing your electrolytes and also getting in a protein source. Lastly, we have sodium. So sodium is one of our electrolytes that typically gets a bad rap just because people often have way too much sodium in their diet. But one thing to remember is people are usually getting too much sodium in their diet from a lot of processed and frozen foods. So ideally, if we're staying away from things like chips and frozen meals and you know frozen dinners, things like that, that's the source of sodium that we want to steer away from. But if you're adding a little bit of salt to your food, you know, when you're cooking at home, cooking your own home-cooked meal, this is an okay place to get some sodium, especially, again, if you're somebody who's sweating a lot and losing a lot of these electrolytes through your sweat. Again, focusing on things like sodium, calcium, potassium in its whole form is a great way to get your electrolytes and trying to drink water leading up to activity and after activity are the prime times to stay hydrated versus during your activity. During your activity, that's some time that you can, you know, if you're drinking some water and then you go right back into exercise, that doesn't always feel the best sitting in your stomach. So if you can make sure that you're hydrating before and after activity, that's your prime time. Lastly, I just want to touch on two other factors. So when we think of activity, especially as we get a little bit older, we also have to think about joint health. If our joint health, if our knees or our ankles, wrists, whatever it might be, if our joints are weak, we can't perform to our best ability, right? Especially if you're a runner, if we're kicking, if we're jumping rope, anything like that, that that does a lot on our joints. So the best way to prevent joint damage or just make sure that we have optimal joint health is to focus on our omega-3 fatty acids. Whenever we can get nutrients through whole foods, our bodies are always going to utilize these nutrients better than through a supplement. So best places to get your omega-3s are first through our fatty fish, so things like salmon and tuna, uh, mackerel, These are great places to get your omega-3s. If you don't love fish or maybe don't eat it as frequently enough, chia, flax, and walnuts are your other natural sources of omega-3s. So again, think about ways that you can sneak these foods into your diet. So if maybe, you know, a bowl of oatmeal is part of one of your pre-workout meals, consider adding in some chia, flax, or walnuts to also get those omega-3s as well. One more thing I want to touch on again, just to help optimize overall athletic sport performance, a great addition to your diet is actually eating beets or drinking beetroot juice. So on one hand, beets in general are considered a carbohydrate. So again, that's a great way to just get that extra pre-workout boost in. But the beetroot juice, or again, even just eating beets, is actually shown to help oxidize your blood. So meaning that helps your body to deliver more oxygen to your brain and to your muscles. So if you think about helping your body get more oxygen, you know, whenever you can before athletic performance, that will just help you to improve your overall endurance and improve your level of stamina. 
So that's a great way to just, if you're working on building your stamina in general and just trying to last a little bit longer. And again, whether it's a run or whether if it's an, um, a workout class or a karate class, a great way to just improve your overall stamina is drinking one cup of beetroot juice before exercise. It's also shown to help lower blood pressure and help to, in general, just increase and give you better blood flow. Again, outside of our typical pre and post workout foods, and I think that we all hopefully try to do already, just trying to help any other way that we can with, you know, boosting our omega-3 intake, um, trying out some other food sources like beetroot juice to oxidize our blood and looking for natural forms of electrolytes to help us stay hydrated. All of these little things help us to really just increase our overall athletic performance and do the best that we can in whatever our activity is. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittenin social media creation. Steve Mittenin social media.com.